0: Welcome to the Human Design Collective podcast, where we explore this system as a unique map of our potential, from the mundane to the mystical. If you're looking to dive deeper into human design, join our Living Your Design workshop. You can start the course at any time and participate in live meetings with John Cole and Amy Lee. Rave ABCs is the next step in the foundation courses, through which we begin to see the mechanics of nature. We invite you to join us for our next live nine-week class starting January 13th, 2021. For more information, go to courses.humandesigncollective.com. Today we're speaking with Christo Baltazar and Julia Kukova, two human design practitioners who've come together to create the HD Rave Marathon Virtual Festival. They explain how they have explored the knowledge and what drew them to create this unique international event. We hope you enjoy the show, and if you'd like to learn more, go to hdravemarathon.com. Well, welcome, Christo and Julia, we're really happy to have you here and excited to get to talk to you today. We are looking forward to hearing about the Rave Marathon, which is this big event coming up that you've both been organizing. But Mm -hmm. first, we'd love to hear from each of you about your own journey with human design, how it found you and what's been most impactful about it for you. And then we can go into what you all have created. So Christo, would you like to start?
1: Yeah, sure. Absolutely. So uh, where should I start? At the, uh, <laughs> how beginning of how my... did this
0: crazy stuff find you? How'd you get here?
1: I, I guess I have uh, my own little exotic uh, start with this knowledge. Uh, it was in Thailand in 2007 in January. And um, at that point I was traveling and I, I, I guess I was already open to stuff. I was... Uh, I, I I was I was curious about the, curious about astrology, uh, uh, but you know I just had the books basically. Uh, uh, but I was very into shall we say the, the Mayan calendar and uh, Mayan astrology. Um, so so I was I guess I was you know I was open to it. But I uh, it wasn't uh, I wasn't on an island island in Thailand, a very remote one, without uh, any cars or, or uh, anything like that. And it was all just this kind of very narrow road. Net of scooters basically connecting the island, and one day I'm uh, I'm uh, going from one place of the island where we, is, we are staying basically to the other side to one of the beaches basically, and uh, on the on the middle point here on the middle of the island was this uh, conjunction where the roads met. You can go to beach A, B, C, or whatever, and then at that place there was this kind of tourist Western. Uh, Uh, library, uh, you know, cafe, uh, health food type of uh, operation. And and I've been there uh, some days before uh, or passing by and been inside. But at this particular moment, as I'm passing by, and I I think I have like 10, 15 meters from me to this bookshop, on the wall inside of, not inside, inside, but (laughs) under the roof, there was this notice uh, that made my whole body just like stop and, and just go towards this notice and just kind of rip the whole thing down and put it in my pocket. <laughs> just, <laughs> I didn't know what it was. It was something in colors. So it was something there, but there was, and then probably going to get into my design, but, but my throat definition is abstract. So, you know, I'm looking back at my experiences and I'm looking back at this experience again and again and again, yes. seeing how me as a 2-4, which is kind of being called out to things in the middle of Thailand, like, so remote somehow there is this incident where i'm just pulled off the scooter basically just uh, dragging this and very excited and like can't wait to get to the beach so i can call this number and see what this is about in the first place you know that was my juvenile years you know i was just going into it i have an open mind and i was just like swallowing this stuff and uh the clarity of how much i was called into this in kind of a mystical way i would say for my own part also because uh it was such out of nothing, basically. But I was a lady, actually, uh, from Ibiza, uh, Spain, uh, that was traveling with her daughter, Love. Her daughter was called Love. And, uh, and uh, she was doing these readings, basically. So she gave me a reading at that uh, island. And then uh, I was, of course, uh, even more hooked. I just couldn't wait to get back to Europe and then uh, start studying this, basically. And uh, I found uh, Richard Beaumont. Which uh, became to be my uh, teacher and partner, basically, and mentor for at least a good ten years. After that, yeah, being part of the Norwegian community, basically, uh, creating it from the from the from the very beginning. as I, th- I think there was some prior to me, but but uh, as it turned out, uh, the. The work we did from that, that point in, in late 2007 to 2008 uh, kind of established a Norwegian community over the next uh, 10 15 years. I, I have a presence internationally, kind of slowly I have migrated more and more into working internationally, also with the festival in Romania, and now finally also with uh, partnering up here with uh, my eminent partner, Julia Krakowa. So, uh, yeah, that's the short story.
0: Wonderful. <laughs> So it sounds like you felt that immediate response and dove right in.
1: Definitely. You know, it was educationally because I, 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 that was just clear for me at point one that I need to learn this. And uh, as I went along, you know, there was information and resources you gathered along the way. But the but initial experiment started uh, to get kind of forward through my experiment. I would say that, I mean, was immediately into it, of course a mental journey for many years. I mean, uh, I think it was after nine years, it said like click for me with my, my sacred, I have a sacred authority. Like it was like, huh. like I probably realized it on the way also, but at some point it said click. So, so they say, you know, wait seven years, you know, before experiment, I, you know, I, I had to wait nine years, a little bit extra, but, uh, <laughs> but then I understood it deeply. And, and, uh, embedding more with my response Uh, i I think that's from my, my journey with it is that just by speaking to you now you know i can hear the sound of my sacral you know within the words you know it's it's a it's not only just a, mm-hmm, and and you know not the response anymore it's it's much more dynamic it's it's a language of itself and it's a, it's a voice that's been being freed more into my being basically i guess if i look back at it it's it's been a also a journey of you know being on the mental plane and just rooted into that socket more and slowly letting go more and more and more and at some point like maybe after those nine years like then the mind was like oh wow it, it really is that response and then after that, it paid more attention to how interesting it is, kind of observing, observing it and uh, just letting go more and more. Uh, and now I'm just a sacred being, you know, it's uh, too late now. <laughs> too late.
0: <laughs> Sounds like you're speaking to something that happens with design where it's easy to engage it mentally at first. And then over time, it becomes something that becomes just a truer and truer expression of the body and, and what feels most real and you exactly. and you learn to trust it and then it just becomes what we are
1: absolutely absolutely i mean that that's what we want right with this knowledge it's, it's to make it practical and, and uh, but i have so much respect for the experiment also it, it must be a mental entrance into it i mean okay we, we as a generator i responded to something but the mind we, we have to run with it somehow you know and uh, and I, I was okay i mean it was it was fascinating to learn all i did o- over those years but for example phs was something that came into my life too fast somehow or too mentally so i could see in that experiment which took some years until i realized that how that had become just a mental experiment you know it, it it's uh it, it was fascinating to see that i think that's why i had to take some extra years on those seven seven uh uh, first years, I uh, kind of always kind of tell tell myself that, but um, but yeah, the the mental thing is one thing, and 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 the real um, experiential wisdom that takes place uh, in the individual is is something else. So
0: beautiful, thank you. Thank and you. Julia, how about you? How did how did this come into your life, and how does it live out in you now?
2: Yeah, that's uh, that's a, such a correct question because. Mm-hmm. For
0: all of us, human design
2: is rather finding us rather than we are finding it, right? So for me, I heard the word human design for the first time in the beginning of 2000s. I was actually visiting my um, motherland, Belarus, that I left in quite early age and I moved to live in Israel. I used to come every year and see old friends and... One old friend was sharing about another old friend going somewhere. She's like, ah, oh, this guy is in this human design thing. Have you ever heard about it? Like, no, <laughs> it sounds like too much. Like who the heck would invent something with that big name? Wow. So it it kind of stayed there and I went online and I didn't find anything about it at that time. So it evaporated. I forgot about it. And uh, later on, I, I have quite an intense journey, um, not kind of a seeking, but just things were finding me. So I uh, was uh, very beautifully combining the corporate world. I was working as a photographer and photo editor and at the same time studying Kabbalah and then going to live in India and then I ended up living in Mayan community in Israel for quite a, quite a lot of years and so one person came there I mean all the spiritual people coming and sharing their gifts and she was like hey do you want to get a reading I was like wow yeah human that? of course I was waiting for this moment and at that time I didn't really know my time of birth. So she was like, we are gonna put uh, like a noon because that's what they do when they don't know, right? Mm -hmm. And I was a generator. So I received the reading and it was like, whatever. (laughs) I never wanted to, to go deeper. I never wanted to learn more. And I basically said, it's just one more thing. I'm not interested in that. And I forgot about it all the way. And then two years later another friend of mine came from her journeys all around the world she's like Julia you have to get the reading you know it's so amazing and I was like don't worry I mean I had a reading it's like nothing you know she says like no 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 let's check your time let's do this let's do that so she was almost like forcing me to go through that reading, and I was like, no, 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 I'm here with this Maya thing, and like, and I I didn't really feel the Maya, by the way. It, it was interesting. I so much was into nature and natural living because it was eco community and connection to the elements, to the land, and I was doing herbal things. That was actually my uh, my business at that time, the creating natural and organic cosmetics and remedies and. And she was just like, listen, this reading costs $200. I'm going to give it to you for free. I'm like, ah, that (laughs) Jewish part of mine was kind of, (laughs) let's do it. (laughs) So uh, she gave me the reading. At that time, she was just starting with her leaving um, your design education. So she herself was in the very beginning. And when I heard wait for invitation was like oh my god that's what i've been always doing everything i did in life came to me through invitation i never ever manifested or initiated anything in my life so it was like i know this i know so for me hearing the keynoting was basically hearing myself and knowing myself. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I was also shared the PHS, eating at night. I was like, I know, that's what I'm doing. And it kind of explained to me why I actually feel kind of weird eating during the day. And uh, that's how, and being one, three, Of course i started investigating and going deeper and deeper and for for about two years i was just like youtubing and doing all of these things and at some point i understood i kind of started getting feedbacks like julia you're talking about this thing all the time maybe you should start learning you know maybe you can give us a reading i'm like i'm not giving any readings i don't know anything about it and that's when i understood okay i'm gonna take my path and I actually went through every type of education through uh, i started with linda banel and i did my ptl uh, first semester with her then i went to study with human design america and then i moved to russians and i did uh, i finished my analyst degree with the human design academy jenny that she's also going to be part of our project So on this way, of course, many little things and courses, so the story of the projector with open head and Ajna, it's just uh, endless uh, information and, of course, living it. And if most of the people that are sharing their story with human design, they say, oh, I didn't know myself. I was so miserable. And now I'm so happy and everything is so wonderful my story is exactly opposite. When I met human design, I was just in bliss. You know, I had my community and my beautiful house and my land and was creating all these beautiful things. And once I entered the experiment, it just got worse. I lost my house, I lost my community, I lost my land, I lost my country. I am now a nomad somewhere at this particular moment, stuck in Slovakia where most of the people don't even know what it is and where it is. And that's my experiment. It's just with waiting, uh, receiving invitation, waiting for clarity, seeing how things evolve, feeling this in my body and feeling that sometimes doing things that are not logical feels correct brought me to this space. So (laughs) I am totally living my success, but it's a very weird situation, I must admit that.
0: Sometimes it feels like that's how you know you're living it out because nothing in life is what you thought it would be or quite as you would have (laughs) planned for yourself.
3: And Julia, what a cool experience to come in and get that reading as a generator first and have it not resonate And then to say, yeah, this is, this is not for me, or I don't get it, or, and then to come back later and feel the difference in a projector reading or approach to life, almost feels like very one, three as a process to me to go through and say like, no, this is doesn't, this is not, not it It doesn't work. And then to come back, and then go deeper in it, and and then find out like, oh, there's, there's something to it.
2: That is the magic of uh, genetic code that we are all sharing, and we're all bringing into to the world, because mm-hmm. that's the truth of the being. Once you you know who you are, you resonate with this information. It's just living inside of you, and once you know who you are, and you're getting information that is like not resonating, it's yeah. just okay. Anyway, we know that only four percent of population who are going to be exposed to the knowledge are going to resonate with it in one way or another
3: mm-hmm.
0: so now are do you both work with human design as practitioners or is this project that you've created your main focus
2: uh-huh. so for me i
0: am i
2: just i actually finished my studies one year ago and i am I'm just about to receive my uh, analyst diploma. I also uh, graduated as a child development analyst and a family practitioner, and I'm uh, leaving your design guide, and I'm pretty much doing all of that. Uh, So human design takes about 100% of my life at this point, except, of course, my personal practices. and physical uh, i'm doing yoga i'm also a yoga teacher and sometimes i am teaching but it's more of a hobby mm.
0: human design is definitely takes my life okay yeah <laughs> and how about you Christo?
1: yeah same with me uh basically has been doing that for the last uh, yeah since i've been coming into it basically i mean more and more and more i would say as um I don't know. I was spoke to Marianne yesterday. With you know, as the as the layers of the onion has been layering off. Also, things that I've been interested in before has kind of also fallen off on my path, and more and more uh, focus and devotion. Some somehow uh, has been tuned into human design, and um, I'm also I also work as a yoga teacher, and and uh, I, I I like to think that that has enabled me to. To see, you know, to see into the embodiment of this knowledge, to, to, to live it and feel it and, and uh, to explore it in the body, uh, which has been very interesting for me. And uh, also the work in the aura with aura experiments, that's been, it's been truly amazing. I mean, uh, some experiments we conduct with Richard Beaumont has been just um, uh, unbelievable, basically, to, to, to witness to get to see again and again how people who have not heard about this knowledge before they see their chart, you know, immediately tunes into it so fast again and again and again. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it's just been such an inspiring journey, basically with human design. And, uh, yeah, I've just been happy to see it feel more and more of my life. And uh, I also, I mean, I'm still studying this knowledge. Uh, and I also offer uh, to my Norwegian community, I'm offering a kind of mentoring program, shall we say, where where, uh, where I can facilitate some uh, level of knowledge to them. And uh, and my main focus is, of course, the international work with the festival and now uh, now with the, with the marathon. Actually, it was a dream of mine with the festival uh, we created in two thousand eighteen. To you know, it, it was so it was so fun to do it. It was so nice to meet. We were like, we should do this every half year, and uh, so here we are already now. It's Julia. We have really worked uh, in a record time, and uh, mm-hmm. we're already uh, pulling it off uh, for a very exciting event now in uh, in January.
0: Yeah, that sounds great. Can you, um, tell us how, how did you two come together and then also tell us what is this rave marathon?
1: Lucky, I guess I can start, uh, with the first part because, um, I, I assume it goes back to the work with my, the festival in Romania where, where, uh, I was, uh, being a true two, four, yeah I'm a fourth, (laughs) fourth line and (laughs) going all out on that, on that line and, uh, basically um identifying the whole, whole network basically uh through the channels i had available basically and uh i think i, t- I came over julia in, in in that respect and and uh, in, uh i think it was formalizing a bit more clear towards the, the festival we were supposed to do this year Uh where i invited julia and uh, pepe actually we wanted it f- from the year before also but um but we didn't manage so uh it was with this festival work and the invitation there that brought us there basically and, and uh, yeah julia maybe you wanna continue how it came into the marathon
2: yeah i couldn't come to the festival because actually i was traveling in china which is really interesting because i was in wuhan the famous wuhan just a couple months before the whole thing started a few months before the whole thing started i was doing imagine amazing project I was introducing human design uh, to Chinese, and um, it was like a first part of the show. And then there was a Chinese quite famous singer and my partner musician, who is also going to be in our marathon, chanting the I Ching. So it was really unique uh, experience there. And um, uh, by the way, I also didn't mention that today I'm I'm also teaching human design in the Ministry of Education in Israel, which is uh, really a dream of all of us to bring this knowledge to the system and introduce it to the to those who are just growing up, yeah, to honor their uniqueness and their authorities, and. Uh, with Christo, I was uh, also, when, when we got together, I was like, Christo, man, there are no Russians in the festival. What's going on here? There is such a strong community in Russian language-speaking world. Uh, and when I say Russian, of course, I mean all the ex-USSR countries. So that was uh, quite, I felt the need to to bring it out and uh, to connect all the tribes. And me uh, being a 3740 community <laughs> that's flowing through my, uh, through my body, through nature, living in the community was just so obvious that, um, that this journey of uh, connecting is part of my nature. So when we were, when Christophe called me and uh, said that uh, basically he has to cancel the festival because you know why, uh, and um, I just asked him, why uh, don't you do it online? Why don't you do it virtually? So uh, he was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> huh? Yeah. but there was this sacral sound happening and um, Basically, he got back to me after a couple of weeks and said, hey, yeah, let's do it. So I already had some um, experience working online and so did Cristo. And since then, we started uh, creating that slowly, slowly. we were really taking it easy. We're not running with that project. Uh, so it's, we started uh, cooking it. I think more than half a year ago, Yeah, So it's really slow kind of choosing the the vision, how we wanna see it and really going through our ritual. Why are we doing that? What is the base of this project? Because this is the core for for every project, for every gathering to have that um, intention in it. And our intent as we synchronized uh, was really to bring human design system to the next level through the frequency of the teachers who are going to present it. We have information given by Raul Ruhu. Everyone can go and learn and study and go into the experiment, take a reading, go through the course or another course. Boom. But there is something else that most of us really yearning for. And that is the community, that is the exchange, that is the platform where we can hear each other. I mean, you guys created exactly the same thing, just in a different format. Human Design Collective. Is a beautiful project that's basically gathering teachers one by one and diving deeply into their story. And we are bringing all of them together at the same time, at the same space, and accelerating our collective um, journey into the self, into the depth of the nature of what we are.
3: And that's one of the things that really jumped out to me when I started hearing about the, the upcoming Rave Marathon was just the quality and depth of people that you had gathered together, a lot of people who had been deep into the knowledge and the experiment for so long but spread out across the world and you know I haven't been in human design I would say long enough to have participated in any of the previous events like over in Ibiza and you know the Mm -hmm. stuff Mm -hmm. that were there were gatherings in the past and I was unfortunately not able to to attend the human design festival but uh I was just immediately impressed. It's like, wow, you've, you've really done an amazing job at getting everyone together, you know, and letting yeah, you know, all these different voices show up on the, the same uh, event, same platform, same experience. And yeah. what was that like for you? Like when you started, had you already been talking to people with the initial kind of version of the festival and yep. then it was just kind of a transition into the online format or?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Um... I mean, that was the foundation of it, shall we say. I mean, uh, from the festival in 2019, I had uh, such a good relationship with Andrea, Reichel Wolf, and Dashana, and Deborah Matthews from, from IHTS, and also IHTS in general. I mean, Linda was really, like, che- very, so cheerful about this festival, and when she said she wanted to come, and et cetera, et cetera, and really, she, she really liked the initiative. So um, we had their support, and, and uh, if I can re- shall really be in my strategies, but that I wanted to, you know, work with the sources out there. I mean, I'm, I'm a Sphinx and I'm coming from a place also, you know, coming into these events where, where you know, it's, it's original <laughs> teachings of Ra. Not to be, I mean, I'm too forced, i I'm a preacher, right? So I guess I'm a little bit allowed within this domain, but, but not to make it anything holy, But but I really feel very strong I, I, maybe a bit of a traditionalist but i feel very strong about this experimenting with this core uh, part of the knowledge and then so it was a natural thing to to work with ihts as a regulator shall we say on on, on the on the uh, types of teachers but on the festival we we had a broader scope basically because we had yoga we had uh, more things but but that's uh, that was the foundation for it and um it's been the work with Julia. I mean, she's a projector. I'm an MG and I have a long experience with working with projectors by now. So, you know, I know it very well. So it was, it's just been a very good relationship since the start. And I think the whole frequency of what we putting into this marathon just attracted the rest of it. We just had like 10 out of 10 said, yes, you know, it was just amazing. And uh it's a dream come true. I mean, this just to be able to start with this spectrum of teachers and, you know, having this focus coming into this event, I think that's going to be a real opportunity for the participants to to have the concentration of all of these teachers during an event and to get that like continuous human design uh you know, beam up uh, feeling. You know, uh, for, for three days. And and what what you don't get to see live, yeah, you you will see, can you can see the recordings of it pre- more or less immediately after the event. Uh, we will uh, upload them simultaneously. So uh, yeah, we're looking forward to it. It's it's going to be a real marathon. This uh,
3: mm-hmm. so it's going to be so exciting. <laughs> and it's it's over the rave New Year. Exactly. Yes. That's the
2: whole idea.
3: Yeah. What great timing! I mean, with the changes that we're seeing in our world right now, and and just everything that's going on, to have an event like this, to, that can get this this knowledge out on a bigger level than maybe previously. You know, indiv- individually, everyone are working and doing whatever they're doing, teaching classes. We're working one on one with people a lot, but to bring all these people together at a time like this it seems a little bit beyond just pure coincidence that this is all going on, but and that's just life. I think it's always, always. I mean, uh, I'm just going to uh, let, let Julia also speak, but, but I mean,
1: you know, thank you for uh, acknowledging that, uh, John, but, also so really interesting what we're doing here because we're synthesizing a virtual festival experience it's, that's taking in the festival feeling and we have some real big names also when it comes to music and and we, uh, we have yoga and meditation and and uh so this is really an attempt at something new uh as far as i can see it and and, and i think we've been really good at being ad- adaptable with this pandemia you know we just like wo- went for it and like it's been a success by all means so far and um and it's, it's going to be very exciting to see what we make out of it because now people are tuned into this format, you know, and the virtual and internet because we are kind of forced to it. So, so yeah, it's interesting that we're doing it on the, on the I mean, no choice, right, on, on the new year and kind of initiating this whole new idea of uh, meeting online, basically. So I'm thrilled to be a part of this one. I'm, I'm really thrilled to be a part of it.
0: It feels very Gate 41, the maximization of potential that comes out of limitation. Like if really. we didn't have these limits, these seeming limits that we seem to have, yeah, yeah. And what's going on in the world, it wouldn't push us to maximize what we can do with what we do have.
1: And and by the way, I mean it's been so interesting to see the growth rate of human design according to Facebook groups because I'm I'm admin on several of them. And okay, when you are there five, ten plus years, I mean you you get some kind of real data out of it and. The, for sure there's been an increase i mean just steadily more and more and more and more and more i mean the mg group is, is a perfect example you know we we are the gear shifters you know it's just gear shifting up on another level higher level and it keeps doing it and especially after the pandemia the norwegian network and also this network that's around if you want to use very much this human design facebook goggles now but uh, this uh the red mutation group also had this very spike around uh, the the pandemia this year so it's it's really gearing up also uh how this knowledge is coming into the bigger collective uh, of communities Mm -hmm.
0: so can you tell us more about how does this marathon work what are the what are the details of it can you explain to us how it works and and how people participate okay So so
2: we are going to create few platforms The main platform will be Zoom and the meetings will be held through Zoom. And partially we will also use YouTube Lives and Facebook Lives. So uh, it's going to be a blend. Uh, We still didn't decide which is where for sure because we evolve with organization and the marathon is a live being. We communicate with teachers, we see their needs. We discover a lot of interesting things about our teachers and about the system as we go, a lot of surprises happening. So some of them really want to be uh, lecturers and just present information. Some of them want to be more interactive and they're looking for questions and to be asked and to, to respond in certain way. Some of them want to even do some kind of activity. So to involve the audience and to use big space, their own space and let the audience basically do all kinds of exercises and um, all kinds of surprising things that I have no idea what they are. And so it is going to be like in many different levels, uh, studying, participating, doing things. Of course, everything will be recorded and it will be available for a certain amount of time. And uh, so that, uh, that is the body of the marathon. Yeah, the teaching itself embodied through the teachers through different formats. And then we're going to have breaks. Of course, somebody was already asking like, oh my God, what is this 24 hours non non-stopping? No, we are going to have breaks in between. Uh, So uh, the program is also uh, evolving and there might be some changes. We already announced the first draft of the schedule. And then we're also going to have concerts. We invited Estes Tona. Maybe you heard about him. This is one of the biggest guitar players in, in the world today. And I'm not afraid to say this big word because he is amazing and for millions of people his music it does exactly what human design does to other millions of people and, and he's
1: also into human design. design i mean he's also known nobody for a long time so uh, that's also all of these artists do if i can continue a little bit also we have a, a live band from hungary called Takira and um uh, I, I know David, uh, one of the main guys in the, in the band, and he he's part of festival organizing in Europe. And uh, so we've been working together on other arenas for festival organizing. And he, he used human design after getting the information through me uh, inside of the festival structure with employees, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So they are doing some really cool stuff, uh, really avant-garde when it comes to um, online performance now where they have... Um, you know they have a live performance with their bands with different cameras and angles and they have visuals uh, so so this is the idea to to really be innovative now and use all of the you know mediums we have and 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 really try to synthesize a a festival feeling and and uh, you know coming in and out of rooms you know you go out of the room just you go to your toilet instead you get some nice food you know you you bring your wine and you come back and and uh because then we uh, have
2: two other artists we have yes. uh, joseph Danza, who's a sound amazing. Kid,
1: amazing and he's
2: going to take something us else. Through the something else sound journey with multiple instruments because he's a multi instrumentalist uh, so it's going to be some deep deep dive and For those who are in the European time, it's going to be the evening where you can really relax and integrate all the information that you're going to receive uh, before the performance and just like dive into the inner realms. Yeah, And then we're also going to have a gong session.
1: Yes, we're going to have a a manifesto from Norway and uh, he um, for the time being is traveling around in his uh, house car. Uh, very nice one, by the way, and uh, he's going to these epic locations in Norway and having. And he has these huge gongs. I mean, he's not like kidding around with his gongs. <laughs> uh, amazing stuff, and and uh, so he he's planning something there from from some epic location. So uh, that's I quite think-
2: funny because a few months ago he took a living your design course with me, and I <laughs> yes. was. Full of envy watching about fractals, backgrounds so. every time changing the lake, the forest is like
1: just amazing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I just also want to add this kind of as a technicality to you know, as, as Julia said, we, we are synthesizing this also on different platforms, mainly Zoom, uh, but also on YouTube and Facebook. And the idea is to use this format as that has an interactive function. So all of the events will be interactive in, in one way or the other by an administrator from us or or me or Julia so so there will be at least a chat log to interact with the people there also on zoom that people can ask questions and filter them through us and we can if we get time we can ask the teachers etc so That's the idea that people can always talk to each other. You know, it can just be people on Zoom, you know, that's this person I know, you can chat on the private log, et cetera.
0: So when people sign up for the conference, they will then have access to be able to choose which of these events to go to throughout the weekend. Some of them will be these talks and lectures with teachers and some will be more experiential workshops and some will be these performances that they'll get to see.
1: Yeah. And, and the ticket includes also all the recordings. Uh, as I said uh, in the beginning, that they will be um, made available. Uh, that's what we aim at least immediately after, basically, after we have recorded them, we upload them. And then for some months after that, you can download everything to your computer and then and, and have them there and, and then look, look at them again and again.
0: So who will be there in terms of teachers and what kind of content are you yeah, all expecting so but, uh, far? Uh,
1: well, we can start with uh, uh, Linda Bunella. Which... No, 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 no,
2: no. The idea was actually if we, if we already present the marathon chronologically, then we thought that it would be great to start with the reflective frequency. Because the reflectors, they are bringing this unique frequency. So we said that we will start with a ceremony where we actually will be held by Nisarg, who is one of the first wave teachers and she's been with RAF for so so many years and um, I personally didn't study with her but some of my students went uh, through workshops and courses with her and just to hear the response and recommendation and the the stories of what she, she brings even through the online format was like yeah that's how that's how we want to to open, yeah, mm-hmm. to, to to start this three day journey with the reflector frequency. Actually, so start, and Dirk, yeah, who's another. Yes, yes.
1: I have to arrest you a little bit, Julia, because uh, it, it's true that the the opening ceremony is what kind of opens the whole event. But we decided just before that, because human design at this point now is so. I mean, it's huge. It, it's, it's all over the world now, and it's also different fractals, shall we say, further out there also. And, and uh, I can disagree or agree with a lot of that. But what we aim at doing before that is just having an introduction to what human design is. You know, the, you know the one that Raw has, this 15 minutes one that's just an animated one. You know, mm-hmm. just a very kind of mundane representation introduction to land
2: to land into
1: yes exactly to just set the frame and we cannot think of any better than andrea reicher wolf i mean she's a she's a, she's a scientist from before bio cellular molecular scientist. genetic it's two, big, it's two big words from my open numbers so she's amazing so we will start with that but but the opening ceremony, as Julia saying, is saying, uh, it's an interesting experiment because it's going to be like a reflector back-to-back type of experience where where Dirk is going to give us the forecast for next year. It's amazing, right? To get a forecast from a reflector. And, and he, he loves to do this. And then uh, with Nisarg offering a, a place to land in, she's just amazing to be with online. I mean, it's we had some opportunities and then... She's really offering something through this electronic medium. And and, uh, that's an interesting thing because we we also spoke with Marianne about this yesterday. And there really seems to be some energetic transference. You know, there seems to be some energy that we really are working with online. And and, uh, it seems like we're getting used to it a little bit. Maybe because we have to.
0: Yeah, we have been talking about that a bit with with some different guests, just about how this change of social interaction and and social mediums how it's bringing out new discoveries for all of us in how we transmit and how we interchange in terms of energy and frequency and what still carries through even in this online format even though so much of human design has to do with what happens in the auric contact that we can have that it does still seem like everyone is discovering what actually still does transmit through this medium uh, across the distance so it's a fascinating time to be able to gather in a format like this where there's a potential for people who are really steeped in this teaching to be able to get something across that people can not just relate to or listen to but actually feel on some level and be affected by
1: yeah and you know not to sound too fatalistic here but like it just might be the future you know and, and uh, what, what I'm seeing also with this pandemia and, and let's just like be more clear about it. like with this 2020 and this kind of obvious counter to 2027 like okay pandemia okay check you know like okay check check there's more things also but what I'm seeing is like how fast things are mutating I'm already seeing it's, it's kind of like for me, doing a festival, you know, in physical one in Romania, like, looking forward, like, 10, 15 years, like, oh, wow, it's going to be so great, like, five years, 500 people, like, ah, 10, 2,000 people, like, boom, <laughs> you know, like, okay, what well, is just one year, and maybe, you know, maybe now online is the thing for for a while, like, I, I'll be honest with you, the feeling of doing it in the aura, in the future, feels just like, now. Nah, you know, that feels like history, it feels like a... It's like I'm going to a museum and looking at an old painting from uh, a romantic time or something. You know, it's, it feels a little bit like that. Mm-hmm. So, And
2: actually, it's a really good point, Christo. I want to share because last year we have organized the or Gathering for the Rave New Year in Israel. And that was absolutely amazing. I mean, maybe you know how... Israel is by the DNA code, a very collective tribal, tribal beings. So it was a huge gathering. It was a bit over 200 people there. I, I saw few of my friends were kind of coming out and going in. And it started raining, but they were out. And in. I was like, what's going on? I was like, this is too much. This is too intense. I mean, imagine 200 people in one space. And many of them are in the experiment, they're present, they're aware, they they are here. It's a lot. And those who are open, who are sensitive, open, emotional, the hermits, the calm PHS like, think about all of those together. It is kind of, even though it's been one of the beautiful events, I must admit, uh, despite this and that, yeah, it's. It's exactly what Kristo is saying. When we are gathering in the small groups, it's much more easy on the body. It's much easier on the solar plexus and open centers and, and so on. And We experience it more and more. And in what Ra was sharing as well, that there is a kind of decentralization. We are going into small communities, what he called pentas,
1: right? I mean, it's just, I, I think you're right, Julia, in, in saying that, it, it really carries that. And for me, it, just in my personal journey, just to see how the Norwegian ex- community just exploded this year. I mean, it tenfolded in people joining the groups. I had regular courses the whole year. I mean, never had that before. <laughs> it was just, you know, more on demand than when it was needed. And so it's really, it's something really happened. And what I find there also like the demographic of those people are, first of all, also interestingly not in my closest network at all. They might not have any kind of connection to my network rather than me being just kind of one of the ones doing it in Norway, basically. I mean, uh, I guess I'm known in Norway for, for, for doing human design, but most of them are, you know, m- middle-aged, shall we say, say ladies and then uh, live all kinds of places in Norway. Not, there's no like, there's no really stereotype of it.
3: Yeah, I, I really like the point that you're making about the mutation and about this event and the time that we're in. You know, when we're seeing this movement to more and more online events, you know, meeting on Zoom or Facebook and these type of things, it's almost like another expression of this change of the background frequency and this mutation of the solar plexus binary to where we have these opportunities to get more in touch with like subtle levels of become more sensitive to, um, these interactions on, on an energetic level, like even yeah. across the distance across these, these technologies where, like you were saying, Julia, if we're all in like get 200 people crammed into the same space, it's going to be so loud and for you know those of us who are really sensitive or really open it's a a different situation it's not like it's good or bad right or wrong but you have different possibilities in each scenario and i just can't help but feel like this is just part of like you're saying Christo this is just the direction things are going yeah you know i'm kind of almost bursting here as an MG. like
1: i'm sitting here with three projectors am i right yeah I think so you know and this has just been my story all I mean for 10 years at least like I've been in projective training I'm so happy for it but you know like having this talk with you now like I'm getting this like visual in my mind like here we are like we're dealing online and and you know we're talking over this medium and we'd like ah you know is this, is this working is this the future blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking about all these space movies you know from when I were young you know like they're all on intercoms you know like that just seemed to be part of the future and like, wow, shit, that's that future, you know, like that's that future. It's just like be different, you know, and that's what I'm kind of realizing, you know, I get used to it, you know, <laughs> and also like what we talked about, I don't know if you had this on the recording, but Elon Musk in Texas and like cold fusion rockets and deep space exploration. And um yeah, I I guess feels like we are rolling down a hill somehow fast towards that, and then it's going to plane out, I think, for a long time. And it's then it's going to just stop. And then but this is it, I think, in some kind of huge aspect. This is it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And you have, it looked like on the scheduling, that there are a lot of teachers slated to be talking about 2027.
1: Yeah? Yeah. That's going to be, of course, a recurring theme. Uh, however, uh, in our approach them individually there's always this notion of practicality uh, with all of them you know to make it practical so hope that will that will be the common factor in i think all of the lectures is is how this is practical to our time or 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 to the work with our body to our strategy authority etc etc but yeah it's the festival we were planned for romania this year was called or had a subtitle of 20 uh, countdown to 2027 and And uh <laughs> we didn't even make the festival. you was just like rolling forward <laughs>
0: no, no time to count down. No, no,
1: the, yeah, but the festival just <laughs> mutated into this, you know it was just like it didn't even die or it was just like it was suddenly just online you know in a different format. you can do it half you know in the summertime European time we, we do them on in in Romania. I just have to give it to. To that festival also that the location of it is, is also very interesting to see from a no choice perspective it's it's where the danube river that crosses are, across all of europe basically mouths out into the black sea uh and and uh, just right there on the tip we, we were you know people for 25 countries and dealing with this knowledge and then So yeah, it's uh, feel hopeful. It feels a bit too hopeful now to to say when we can do it again. But uh, of course, we're looking for next year. But um, maybe next year after that also.
3: I still would enjoy getting together in person at some point. If we yeah, as soon as
1: possible, as soon (laughs) as possible, as soon as possible.
3: I was really hoping that we would have a Aura festival again as well at some point. And so yeah, we'll see what how things open up from here. But uh, from my point of view, you, you as an
1: opportunist again, and you know, doing this work, I mean, the, the one fortifies the other. Or, yeah. I mean, we, we are kind of, I mean, we are working now, now the experience was a bit passive and then the, we changed the name of the group to the marathon. But we're going to just keep on changing it uh, depending on what's, what's kind of coming next up. So we uh, be, be prepared. So it's, it's going to be very nice it's amazing to do this i must say i mean i d- i did rave new year events in norway for many years and you know it became my new year basically and and uh it was it was a nice thing because of, for me the traditional new year was always a fiasco it was always an anticlimax i mean i never enjoyed that you know when i was young maybe i got too drunk you know it was just never it just never clicked for me you know over the years coming into the rave new year and then you're like, ah, uh-huh, really realizing, like, okay, that's the, you know, that's when to do to kind of simplify. That's when to do, you know, these New Year's resolutions. You know, if you, if you really are, if you want to experiment with it, and the, um, and then they get to see that thirty first of January or first of January is exactly three weeks before. You know, that's actual time and, and, you know, that, uh, you know, from yoga communities that, you know, it takes three weeks to kind of change a habit, you know, 21 days. And, and uh, I just saw this dilemma so much in the conditioned field again, like, ah, I couldn't believe it. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's nice to have this new, to have some real navigation to be tuned into with the Rain New Year. I mean, it's, it's uh, and also having this opportunity, it's uh, pr- proud to be part of it.
2: And in the end, it's all about perfect timing also, just as uh, you were asking, I mean, about um, 2027, right? So I see this Maya, this life that we are living, created from two big elements, from time and space. And time in itself is the greatest Maya. And the way we live it, yeah, like now in, uh, in online, people are writing, oh, I'm kind of summing up this year, nothing happened, it was this, it was that. So the perception of time is changing. Yeah, just like Christo is sharing now, yeah, those times, these times, and uh, we all going through mutation, that's obvious one of the elements that mutating within us is the perception of the timing. So no matter what we are talking about, what kind of relationships we're going through, what kind of information we are studying or applying, practicing, there is always this element of timing. And what I love about human design it actually came to me from Torah, I, as I was mentioning before, was studying Kabbalah for quite a few years with, with a serious teacher. And he always liked to say, okay, what is the bottom line of the teaching? You have to explain the most complicated teaching while you're able to stand on one leg. That was the, the ancient, in ancient times they used to ask rabbi, how can you sum up the whole great teaching while you're standing online, and you will say, love your neighbor as you love yourself. And so people sometimes are asking me, so how do I know this whole complicating thing? Just by like, can you sum up shortly? What is it? And for me, it's obvious. Just wait. Just wait. For some of us, is waiting for invitations. For some of us is waiting for respond to respond. For some of us is to wait for emotional wave to change, and so on and so forth. Yeah, we're all together now, creating this communal space, which is not three dimensional. But we, as a part of Human Design community, we are waiting for twenty twenty seven to <laughs> see to feel, to experience what is going to happen, even though I hope most of us understand that it's not about what is going to happen. It's about how we are going to perceive ourselves in that, whatever it is. As I see our process, and we were very, very open with teachers about what to present. We didn't tell a single teacher what you should bring or should not bring it was purely their choice what we did and that was actually the original structure of the marathon as we have three days to kind of represent each day through two lines of the hexagram. so in the first day we lay laying laying out the foundation and we looking for that gift, for that special thing to come out. The second day, 22nd of January, we're going deeper into the experiment. We're doing these trials and errors and all the presentations and and lectures and Q&As. They're going to be very experiential in their nature as well as uh, connecting us together and, And third and fourth line. And then the fifth uh, and sixth line is the third day and the fourth day, a little bit, depending on where you are in the time zone, where we're going to kind of sum up and um, bring all of it to the epitome, the closing ceremony where we integrate all the knowledge. Oh, there's so many topics. From uh, we have the IHDS panel, so representatives of the school course Linda Bennell is going to be interviewed and share her experience and we have Lynette and uh, Lynette Haggins and uh, Karen Sherwood and Ruth Brennan and Carol Zimmerman who are representing the kind of a first wave teachers they are bringing this pure beautiful frequency of the teaching as was taught originally by Ra Then we have so many other teachers that are bringing their elements and their perspectives and upgrading the knowledge through their experiment and their years and years of teaching and kind of expanding the system through themselves. And this notion of 2027, even though most of the workshops are not going to be don't have it in their names or descriptions. It is there. It's like this red thread being woven through, through every teaching because this is the matrix we are stuck in. We are stuck in this illusion of time. So let's just live it and enjoy this illusion because that's why we are here. And while talking about the space that is even more obvious as each and every one of us in their own specific points on this planet Earth. But we are creating this elusive community. I am saying elusive because geographically it does not exist. Mm-hmm. But it is existing in our perception. And again, I want to repeat myself. That's what you guys are doing as well. Yeah, You're breaking this time and space so you have this beautiful podcast space where everybody can go in every given moment and just enjoy the frequency of every teacher who's present there
0: yeah thank you for saying that it does seem really true we, we couldn't possibly be talking about any of this without that thread of this massive mutation and time that we're in running underneath all of it for all of us and we're really excited about it. And it, it does feel very much in alignment with why we created the collective and this kind of podcast, because we're asked all the time by clients and students who want to learn more and want to go further. We constantly get the question of, well, should I study over here? Or should I do it myself? Or should I go find this or that person? Or should, what about this school? What about that school? And we really wanted to have a platform where people could get in touch with the frequency of these different transmitters and find out for yourself who you resonate with and be able to get a taste of these different energies and the way the teaching and the message comes through different people and and through their designs and through their lived experiment. So Mm. it seems like you guys are really have a similar intention here.
1: Speaking of Amy... uh... Uh, it was going to be an experiment with me and Julia actually doing this podcast uh, because we, we're, we still have to place you on this schedule also because you're participating on the marathon also. If I remember correctly, it was in the vicinity of the solar plexus and, and uh, relationships or can you, can you elaborate a bit on that?
0: Yes, well, I wanted to present something that had to do with relationships, but very much in, in line of, of what you've been talking about, Julia. Because I think the context of what relationship is and how it happens, how it gets to defined and how it gets experienced is really mutating right now. Yeah. We're yeah. really in the midst of it and it's going to continue to do so probably more and more rapidly, I would guess. I'm excited to talk about that from a design perspective and also to look at what that means for us in terms of the different kinds of relationships we have. But you you can see even through this kind of format that the way people are able to come together now across the globe, the way we're able to create things together and recognize each other and be magnetized to each other and then see what comes out of our dynamic, all of that is really shifting around Mm -hmm. and opening up in new and interesting ways. So that's what I want to talk
3: about. Yes. So for people who are interested in participating and attending the rave marathon is there do they go to the website what are, what would your yeah they can go uh, i mean we, we are
1: we have a we should by now have a visible presence on facebook within some groups we have we have the festival page uh and we also have groups basically that's uh you can come into that specifically for the marathon and our website
2: is hdravemarathon.com
1: so uh yeah so it's it's, it's in the website there's information facebook is um, even more information and um and instagram you can go on to and uh, if you're also using instagram just just search for human design rave marathon and you will find it and the dates are january 21st through 24th yeah it's spanning over four days it's, it's seven 72 hours um more or less continuous events because we okay we have some there's some i wouldn't call it breaks i would call it a breathing room just to get you know <laughs> breathe again no but it's you can go to what you want you know and you can watch it within your own tempo and time on the recordings anyway so it doesn't really matter but we have also where there is empty spaces, there will be filled spaces. And we also have a cinema working with Jovian Archive with some, some material from RAW. So there will, there will be more or less continuous events over those 72 hours than starting uh, by, uh, as we see here in the calendar, around midday in Europe time. Uh, and then we are going into midday uh, on January 24th with the closing ceremony.
0: Perfect. And I I do want to highlight one more thing, which you haven't said explicitly, but which I can feel and uh, I would want people to know. And that is that I think with the people that you've gathered for this event, it's really clear that no matter where you are in your exploration of design, I think you'll get a lot out of having contact with all of these different transmitters of the information. So if you're brand new to design or if you've been hanging around and working with it for a long time i think you'll find that there's enough depth in all of these people that something will speak to you you are
1: i mean i, I can i can give some a testimony from the festival in romania where we had several i mean all of them are good in their own way i mean it's it's that's not how i measure in the end anyways if a teacher is good or not i mean it's, it's there's something else you know that that you respond or not and etc but we have the information from raw and it's it's amazing the the videos and the the audios etc and it's it's food for a long time however we raw also said that and that's also kind of the the paradox with this knowledge we we have to enter into it mentally somehow you know into the experiment somehow and it's a deconditioning process yes or raw also kind of describe those limitations from him i mean him as a messenger he was just the messenger you know and it was kind of mental or oral here it is basically it's up to you you know in, in the future you generate this he was pointing to to kind of make this knowledge real and i think that's where we are today you know that's what i saw at the festival remain like okay he's not here anymore you know we have to make this ourselves you know that was my you know wanting to gather them all basically you know and and the uh, and the value of that there's value in it because that's who we got and and <laughs> you know as a fact the ones that we are considering you know the authorities is the one that spent the most time with him you know that spent 10 20 30 years and this is an auric knowledge and for sure that had an effect on them so so um, i think now we're coming with this maritle and seeing what we're actually being able to do is to then kind of you know simulating raw's presence in a bit you know we cannot we, we're not aiming to do that but like this is the best we can do and and uh, that's going to be really interesting to, to to have them all concentrated in one place
0: well thank you so much thank you both for for being here and for all the work you've put into creating this and bringing this to everyone i think it's a, a huge contribution and it's exciting to see uh, a diverse human design community coming together. So thank you.
1: It's been a pleasure. Yeah, thank you too for being part of it. And, and um, just about to note this too, also kind of, I mean, I have to thank the community out there because it's all of you that's making this possible in the first place. Also the how I stepped into more international work and with the festival and you know, I feel really proud of you know doing that, and but also it, it's the community now wanting it, you know, and and that's what's exciting to see that this is actually the community is doing it. We are getting to facilitate it, and also more, you know, I also have visions going further actually. And we have had in Norway when I grew up, we had this kind of good morning TV. You know, very cozy. You know, like very not very strictly scripted. You know, like people with their coffee cups and like blah blah blah. It's kind of cozy in the morning. So, so what it doesn't be similar with human design? You know, like a continuous kind of share platform for sharing our experiences in within the network because we, we, it's it's so big now the network. And, and uh just by sitting with you guys here now and and uh, you know, it's not that we. Sh- strictly speak keynotes or anything maybe we share them here or there but it's in it's engaging it's, it's always rewarding for me to meet people in the community
0: well thank you we're looking forward to it and good luck in these last moments leading up to it all the all the last minute preparations i hope everything goes smoothly
3: thank you thank, thank you guys. for having us
1: yeah. thank you
3: thank you both glad we could do this
1: yeah it was really, really nice really really nice and yeah, look forward to the, to see you in action on, on the marathon and uh, just keeping in touch with you guys.
0: Thank you for listening to the Human Design Collective podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please review us and share. For More information about us and to connect with others on this experimental journey, please visit us at humandesigncollective.com. You can also learn more by exploring our course and workshop offerings at courses.humandesigncollective.com music for the human design collective podcast courtesy of role model for more information see the show notes and please stay tuned for more upcoming episodes on the same channel